What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 184. This episode, we're joined by Snappy. We talk about our Patreon, merch shop, uh, medical marijuana, video games, community. Uh, we got an email. I might have got too dumb about it. We'll see. Uh, Jeff Bezos, pedophiles, elections, protesters, uh, basketball, COVID, Trump, uh, pool, mini golf, being fat. Good episode. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, how's it going, man? Man, it's going pretty good. I mean, just working and doing home stuff and Hell yeah. Just kicking it, man. Yeah. Um at the time of this recording, uh, Internet Friends 2 is gonna come out and like if I could do math, like seven hours. Hell yeah. So by the time this comes out, it should already be out. So if y'all know what that is, if you like listen to my rap music or want to, uh fucking look up Internet Friends too. It's pretty, pretty cool. Hell yeah. I was looking for it today because I was off on my days. and Right. Yeah, and it would have been convenient for you. Um, all right, I guess I'm going to get to my shit. Uh, Patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. If you go there and give a dollar or more a month, you can get early access to the podcast. You can be a co-producer like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Dharma Initiative Bear, and Pow Wow. Keep this shit going. Uh, we also have a merch shop. Uh, merch shop is shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo. You can get some A podcast with Mo merch. Um, pretty cool fucking shirts. Hell yeah. So I couldn't understand what was different about you this week, but it's that you didn't have on your podcast shirt, which is fine. I just all this whole time I was like, something looks different about Snappy, but it's because <laughs> this is the first time you haven't worn it over here in a long time. Yeah. So that's what it was. I just happened to pull this shirt out. I was working in my garage, cleaning my garage up and shit earlier. Oh. So Hell yeah. Um, and then this week, since we've just let everyone know every week, and I think most people don't give a fuck, but I'm going to keep it going. Uh, you brought over some oil tycoon, uh, haze cream diamond. Um, pretty good. I like it. So we ran out of the good shit we love that we used to brag about on this podcast. They ran out of it until harvest season. They can make more. Some shit's what they told me. And uh, I've bought so much shitty dab shit in the last week trying to find something good. And you brought this shit over. It sounded a little expensive, but worth it. it. I mean, it's a smooth, clean hit. It's from a new dispensary in town called Hayes. It's over a couple blocks from here, uh, over on Constant. My delivery driver come in. He delivered some pizza over there and told me about it. I was like, man, it smells so good in there. And their flowers, it does look amazing, too. But I was really wanting to go with this. It looks more like a diamond sauce. It's right. It doesn't really. It's spend. like almost white, which is weird. Yeah, it's. I mean, but it's tasted good. Tasted good. Good aftertaste. Smooth, clean hit. Right. Didn't cough our ass off too much, um, so wasn't bad. Now, real quick, I showed you before we started. I'm also excited that we got back to Reggie process for the most part. Like it took. What's that been? Two years almost. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, we have, if you follow this podcast, you know, we've talked about how expensive some fucking shitty weed is, you know? And the other day I went in the dispensary and I go, what kind of ounce specials you have? Cause they, they have them sometimes, but it's normally like the shittiest weed, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, this is why it's fucking $150 for this fucking ounce or whatever, which is a lot for when I was growing up, you know? Um, but they, the other day, so we have these ounces for a hundred dollars and they actually look pretty good. And I was like, well, let me look at them. 
And I was like, holy fuck, this is pretty good. This is like con bud, yeah. you know, and uh, at least that for $100, that was that I mean, rivals what, what I paid in high school. I mean, that was great. Right. Smells good, tastes good. It so, ain't even worth selling it on the street no more. Right. So anyway, it finally happened. And I think it's because the company that's selling these, they're prepackaging them in the ounces, and they seem to be a you know, corporation. They can do that bulk Right, shit. because uh, as soon as you seen the, I seen the name on the package, I was like, man, they had some good carts that we was getting from Native. Right. It was only like $45, fairly cheap cart. I mean, really good, didn't clog up. Yep. Um, that's exactly how I, what I recognized as well when I saw their name. So, uh, anyway, medical marijuana is coming along here in Oklahoma. We're finally starting to see some some positives. Apparently, here. there's another one around that has some nice cream or something shit, some ice cream. Yeah, a lot of places have nice well, cream. I mean, it's supposed to be like really good. Well, I'm, I look at it every time I go to affordable, and somewhere else has it too, because uh, I love ice cream. I just love ice cream. So I look at it, I'm like, fuck, I, I love some fucking weed ice cream. <laughs> That's what I think every <laughs> time. And I've thought about it, but it looks, I mean, it's fucking expensive for ice cream. I'm like, I'll just get hot and eat some normal ice cream. I don't right. understand why I need to buy $30 like $30 pot, pot right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wanted to shed out the cash for that either. I just, and again, I know some people are like, well, you're just not doing it right or you need to do more or whatever. But like edibles just have not affected me really before, you know, um, I'm sure y'all sleepy time. I just don't want to just go to sleep. Right. Like I can eat some and I've had like a hundred milligram brownie, which I think people say is pretty should affect you. And I was like, I guess, I mean, but not really. I'm just sitting there watching TV. Like it just didn't really hit me like that. So like, I don't feel like. Medica, I feel droopy. Right. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I guess it's time for bed. But um, anyway, hopefully someday I can figure that out. Maybe it's just not meant for me. You know, maybe it's not my life. I'm not a big edible guy either. Um, all right. Let's see what else we can get into. Um, I picked up a video game last night. Oh, hell yeah. What game? So, well, I, you know, I worked. I think I worked like shit. 12, uh, 12 and a half hours yesterday. I come home. And they're all sitting in the living room, and I'm like, man, this is kind of suspicious. And they're all playing Mario Kart. Apparently, Cash and Colton went in halves on this thing for the Nintendo Switch and was able to have four people play Mario Kart. Right. So we played Mario Kart on the big screen. And my first race out of the gate, I won first place. Well, hell yeah. And then I didn't win first again. Colton was fucking with me the rest of the time. Yeah, I'm sure. I uh, mean, these these controls are little bitties. My first yeah. time to ever touch little one. Cons. I mean, and I got these big old hands, and yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think um, if you have like a family or kids, uh, the Nintendo Switch just seems awesome. Like they have cool games and shit. But there's like three games I would maybe want to play on it, so it might well, be hard for me to buy one. Going back to the Wii days, we had uh, some Mario Kart and Mario World runs, and right, I we. We kind of do family shit a lot, right? You know, I understand. So, I mean, I think now, like, if I had a kid and I would have to like completely rechange, you know, all the shit about my life, I'd have to be like, well, I probably have to play less gory video games. You would assume, and maybe some more family ish ones. But I'm like, I don't even know what kind of family games I even really. They would play enjoy. those on their own. <laughs> no. Well, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I've been just still playing Ghost of Tsushima. I have not gotten very far in the game. I've not been playing as much as I need because I know I need to make beats and do music shit. So I've been trying to force myself to do that. Um, but I still think Ghost of Tsushima is awesome. I will say my takeaway at the moment, um, and again, super enjoying it. It's just like a really good 
PS3, Xbox 360 game. You know, it's like, I mean, it's just like any other open world game. Like, it has a lot of bits and pieces from all these other games. Like, you'll be doing, you're like, oh, that reminds me of that. And that reminds me of this. And it's really well executed, but um, it's there's nothing innovative. You know, I think some people play games, they want something new or whatever. And then some people play games, they want something that's like normal, like comfortable. Like, oh, I know how to play this. Like, I think if you play video games and you play this, so it, you'd feel right at home. Like, it just makes sense, you know? And it's very video games. You're like, oh, on the side of this cliff, there's rocks that are doing this certain thing. That means you can climb up those. And, like, over here, like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, there's dead giveaway, like, video gamey shit. Um, like, they're not trying to be so realistic that they're losing that. Uh, but there is, like, still good graphics and it looks cool. Hell yeah. But there's definitely, like, I don't know, video game shit. Like, they definitely lean into that. That makes sense. Um, I've been re-watching Community. Um, which is a show when it originally aired, it came on after the office. And so that's why I watched it. And I was really excited back then. Cause I love Joe McHale. I always thought he was really funny on the soup and I was like, Oh, this will be cool. And then turns out Troy and Abed were like the breakout stars, you know, of a uh, community. And I think at the time I didn't realize how funny Chevy chase was in this show. Like he's fucking hilarious in that shit as Pierce. And, uh, the show is very, very funny. I think Joel McHale sucks. I'm going back and rewatching it. Who I I think like the soup was his main thing. Like the whole acting thing's not really working. He's more of a talk show host, you know. Right. Well, I remember. I think what I was so excited about Community was because it, there was this show on NBC where they used to like just pair up. It only had a couple of seasons. They pair up random comedy celebrities and then make them improv shit. It was like a fancier whose line is it anyway? In a I don't remember what it was called, but one episode, Joel McHale was on there with, like, two really famous comedians, and he just fucking, like, mopped the floor with them. Like, he was so fucking funny on their improv stuff that I was like, oh, man, he's so good. Right. So I really hopped him up, and then Community happens, and I just, maybe it's the character he's playing I don't like, but I just, I'm like, oh, he's not funny ever. He is not funny one time on this show. Like, everyone else is funny, well, and he, I get that. He's that's more the, of a stand-up comedian guy. Well, I don't think or, he does stand-up, though. I mean, well, he might, but... Or talk show, whatever. Right, he doesn't talk show stuff. Um, it's just interesting, because I remember back in the day thinking he was funny, but rewatching it, I'm like, no, he's the unfunny one while everyone else is funny. And I get that's why the show has to work or whatever, but just interesting, you know, how it all fucking works. Um, oh, we did get an email. I guess I need to get to that, but it's from Rusty. He's angry about something. Oh, yeah? Hadn't heard from a Rustolio in a while. Yeah, let's see here. Um, he said in the last episode, we talked about Israel and Palestine, and it seemed like I wanted to make it cut and dry against Israel. But here is something kind of interesting to think about. Did you know the Temple Mount is a holy place for Islam and Judaism? Judaism. Seems weird seeing it wrote out. It says, but Israel flag racism, that site. I don't know. but that? To the Palestinians, flag race. I'm sure he didn't mean flag racism. I'm sure he should be so. Anyway, does knowing anything about Islamic beliefs of Palestine own the area, would they show the same goodwill? I'm not saying you're wrong in what you said. I just think there are valid justifications for the current structure over that that may not have been addressed. To me, I think that completely has nothing to do with how Jerusalem got start or Israel got founded. Doesn't really have anything to do with like how Palestine would. Re- I say blow up all the religious sides. I think the whole fact people have wars about religion is fucking stupid. I don't believe any of it. So I just, to me, none of that affects me about their holy side. Right. 
Like if someone's like, well, so-and-so's holy side, I'm like, I don't really care. Or if people are like, but you're going to desecrate the cemetery. And I'm like, I don't really care. And what are they, ghosts? I don't believe in ghosts either. Like, I just don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. Not to be too mean, but that's just my personal feelings about it. Um, And then... This second part's more where he's angry, I think. He says, I'm still enjoying the podcast, but he doesn't get who the people I choose to hang around. I always say, um, people say, and then the things that I bring up, he's never heard Republicans or conservative or religious people um, who he follows say. And then he says, even when he's in Oklahoma, he didn't hear these viewpoints. So just off that, he's just wrong on that as well, because I've already messaged him about this on Discord. Um Everything I've ever brought up on this podcast, <laughs> I've read on Facebook or I've heard someone say it. I'm not just sitting here like, let me make up some shit. That'll be fun. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And if you don't like the podcast, just don't listen to it. I don't know. Make up your own shit and say uh, they say. Right. So I just have it. And like, for instance, today I said at work and I saw uh, my coworker is super conservative. So he follows all these pages and someone had a picture that said, I back the blue. But on the cartoon, it was a police officer brutally dragging a little girl. And I was like, what? So, yeah, today when I saw that, I was like, fucking weird. I could bring that up. Like, who fucking supports them that much? Like, that's that's wow. crazy. So that is shit I see. And people from Eureka every day post about how you're wearing masks because the man wants you to. Like, that ain't some I see that shit. shit all over Ada, too. So, like, yeah, maybe in Utah... It is a little different, and Rusty's not even on Facebook, but for him to fucking imply that, like, you're just living in this make-believe world, when I would say he does, because he only watches fucking conservative shit, like uh, Ben Shapiro. That's like, so anyway, I thought that was a strange one, if you will. Um, And yeah, seeing we, doesn't seem like we're seated in reality, was another comment in here. He says, maybe it is real, maybe it isn't. Uh, just seems almost dishonest when I run almost exclusively into a lot of these groups mentioned. I've never heard those arguments. Well, I would just say that's crazy that you've never heard any of the arguments you bring up because I would say you're more conservative, snappy, yeah. and you're not sitting here like, I don't hear that. You're like, oh, yeah, people do say that shit. And I think I also call out liberals all the time on this podcast, like last week saying how, uh, you know, like the Black Lives Matter thing. I think I've also hated a little bit or pushed back some on that shit. But Rusty's not like, well, hey, let's fact check that one. It's only the conservative side because that's his base. Because everyone's victims to whatever side. So that's what I think is wrong with the Internet. It's all too political for me. But like I see, I've seen one of my friends arguing hardcore like $1,200 is going to the people. Where is the other 70, 70 78% of the money going? Yeah, it's corporations. It's building out huge-ass corporations. Um, all this shit's coming out. Why don't out. they just give all that money to the people, and then we'd, we'd spend our money accordingly? <laughs> because. It would go if, back into the economy. It right, would. but we would get stuff. Instead, right now, um, like a lot of Republicans, and I'm sure I heard this on my liberal news stations. Oh, yeah, I only follow libertarian shit on Facebook, so that's actually where most of my news comes from, which I'm sure is biased. Um, but they bail out all these companies of like so and so's senator's wife owned this company that gets a three hundred million dollar bailout, and you're like, what? Okay, it pissed me off when they bailed out GM a few years back. Oh, some random shit I just thought of because I was mentioning family members. You know the Epstein Island shit, Epstein Watch. If everyone's still on that, I think we all yeah. got a member of pedophiles around the world. Uh, Apparently, there's like a sister island, and this could be false. Who fucking knows if Facebook's true? That's um, like right next to it that's owned by Joe Biden's brother. But everyone believes it's owned by Joe Biden, and he just put it under his brother's name or some shit. Um, 
but it's like they're neighboring islands. Like, how can you make that shit up? Like, you know a pedophile island exists, and right next door to that island, fucking Joe Biden's brother owns it. Is I just fucking random islands for sale all over the world? No, just in the Virgin Islands, I think, to rich... <laughs> rich American people, maybe not just Americans. I think. Uh, well, because uh, the owner Bronson. of the dark, the owner of the dark corporation owns his own island. Oh yeah, he does, and he owns a big part of Puerto Rico, and he helps pass their laws to fuck over people. That's right. how I heard of him. Hell yeah, it was because I think John Oliver a few years ago did a big story on how he gets Puerto Rico to have these third world country laws so he can get away with shit down there. Yeah, so. and he has his own island, so he don't have to pay taxes on his businesses. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the goal. See, like, I'm at the part, we had a guy on our Discord as well who asked if we all hated Jeff Bezos. He's from Canada. And, um, I, I don't hate Jeff Bezos. I, I don't I know agree. enough about him. I've seen a lot of hate towards him. But right. I don't know enough about him. Personally. The hate seems to be, and I agree with this point I'm about to say, is he has so much fucking money that he could solve a lot of the world's problems. Now, I personally, and this is just because I read Fountainhead in high school, and I fucking loved Ayn Rand, who's this author that's all about fuck charity. And um, I just don't see how, like, let's say he does. Let's say he feeds everyone for one day, and that's however much money. And then he, let's say he does that for a year. And then how? I don't know if that uses all, I don't know what he can do. He has so much money, it is ridiculous. No, he's in, but, like, like, in a trillion. Did, so people in the world just now live off of him? Like, that's just what he has to do now. Like, he has to do that because he's the richest dude. So, like, there's a part of me inside where I'm like, I don't agree with that. Um, But, yeah, I do think if I was him, I would probably make a bunch of charities and shit and help out the world. Um, But I don't think that teaches anyone anything, right? It was right? something, like, between, like, Bill Gates, him, and one other person that owned, like, $300 trillion. I'm sure they do. That's a ridiculous amount of... I mean, the top... One percent, or however many, I think it's even less than one percent now. Own as much as the rest of everyone else, right? So like it's it's crazy. But the difference between That's like tyranny. Bill Gates and someone like Jeff Bezos, I think, is Bill Gates uses a lot of his money to help communities and try to do stuff, and Jeff Bezos doesn't. He just keeps making more money. I I, I think that's why there's more hate there, but um. I don't hate Jeff Bezos. I just, I'm like, I agree. He could do so much more. But at some point in time, when you just, if you're just going to make a welfare state, and maybe that's what we have to have. But I just think if, if there's a whole community that relies on Jeff Bezos to feed them, and then one day he's like, no, or he dies or whatever, then do they all just die because they don't know how to do anything because they've been relying on Jeff Bezos' money? I don't, I just don't know if that's a good way to do it. But I think, sure, for the short term, morally, it makes sense. Like, Let's give every homeless person a house. And you're like, oh, that would be great. And it's like, all right, well, how are they going to pay for utilities? Right. Because they obviously couldn't manage anything. And not all homeless people well, couldn't manage their life. But a lot if of If you had hundreds of trillions of dollars, you could at least buy their electric for a fucking year. You could buy their electric, gas, and water for a year and build them a tiny house. And you'd still be a trillionaire. Of course. But I mean, you're so, as, they're asking to do that for every person on earth, though. Like everyone who's poor, and then guess what? Like if, said, and if we lined I up people we classed, by like, we didn't we we said homeless, not poor. Oh, uh, that's true. But um, there's like homeless people in other parts of the world, so that would include all them. I mean, that's just like a lot of homes to build. But even if it was just for America, let's say he does that. After a year, a lot of those people, because the actual problem is mental health system, um, would be homeless again. Now, are you saying Jeff Bezos should go ahead and develop the whole mental health? If this is the case, and he should be king. And he should just run everything because he's funding everything. I just think it's no, a he's weird thing. The homeless. 
so he's king of the homeless. Yeah, that's <laughs> how so we're gonna. I mean, yeah, I'm fine. I, with mean, it. I mean, he's he takes care of the homeless. I think that would be noble. So maybe that's what he should do. But then, like, you can get government money for taking care of such things, kind of. Like. Well, I mean, he doesn't pay taxes right now. I don't think anyway. I but, mean, so <laughs> I'm sure he could use it as tax write-off. Call it charity. Right. It'd be a Bezos homeless charity. Another thing with charity. Uh, I mean, so you wouldn't actually end up spending money because it's all charity and write-offs. The reason why people even want charities is because they can hide fucking money in them. And even because, like, they want to do good, they're like, ooh, when I fucking am a pedophile and do all this crazy shit, I'm going to hide money in these charities. It's fucking crazy. hate charities now. I think now. they uh, ought to arrest all the pedophiles and take all their money and just give it to the rest of the American people. I don't think anybody deserves that much money. It becomes a tyranny. I'm trying to keep it going. Mo had to let Nymeria out. Yeah, my dog's being a bitch. Um, yeah, as far as pedophile, I mean, I think there does seem to be some weird when you have so much money, pedophile tendencies come out. Seems to be, right? Like, seems to be all these rich fuckers or pedophiles. I've met a few people. I know a few people from like high school who molested a kid and went to jail when they became adults. And yeah, those people always had some weird vibes and you always knew some that was probably going to happen or whatever. Um, but I do think there seems to be it's something tied to power and money. And then they're like younger. I don't know. It's fucking weird to me. I just don't know how they're getting away with it. And it's not an uproar. Well, and again, <laughs> this just goes with like the whole divided America thing. I get so annoyed that all the people who want to, who do care about the pedophile shit, at least on Facebook that I see it on, um, it's always first, who cares about coronavirus? We should care about the pedophile thing. And I'm like, why the fuck does it have to be a divisive thing? We could all care about the pedophile thing. Right. Like, you don't have to, like, all of a sudden, like, let me first throw a jab at people who care about this thing that I don't. And then now I'll bring up the. I just don't see what one has to do with the other. If there's it any doesn't. sort of media or anyone trying to divide the country, it's with shit like that, you know, or it's like, uh, I see like in the black lives matter thing, like someone will protest a certain way. And then other black people come out and be like all against it. You know, rather if I agree with one side or the other, but then I kind of just sow division and I'm like, well, that's not going to help anybody. Like, I just think the whole, like, it's so obvious they're dividing people, uh, yeah. through, through all these, uh, storylines that come out you know um for instance most of these people i do see on the pedophile thing they always start off with like huh if i hear you say pedophile is a sexual orientation i'm gonna blah 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 and i'm like guess what man literally no one is saying that and now i could be wrong maybe there are a few people on the internet causing an uproar I've seen, I've seen some memes but I've actually not seen anyone defend that pedophilia is a sexual orientation. Not one person. Right. It is all just like a straw man out there, so everyone else can be like, "Well, let me tell someone, you what." I, someone, someone says put that it on to a me. meme, and I don't know who where it originated, or it doesn't say who right. actually said it or anything. So, from what I view on uh, the internet right now, is uh, more conservatives. Even though I think pedophilia is definitely um, an all political sides are against it except the rich ones um more conservatives seem to be like shit you told that to me i'm fucking shooting you you know or whatever their take on it is and i'm like yeah i don't think anybody <laughs> is like no one is lining up to defend pedophiles rights to be with to have sexual relations with kids i don't think no one's going after them either it's very true so no nothing, one's going after so the, nothing is being done nothing is happening to the rich ones that's for sure i agree 
Um, I think it's whenever it's a someone on a sexual predator list, you know, you look up on your they're worried your about apps traffic tickets and medical marijuana people. Right, I've heard in our town right now they are not doing anything except hit and runs. That's the only thing they're giving tickets for. Huh? And I was like, well, that's fucking crazy because it seems like everyone else is going back to work. I don't see why the cops can't fucking. Uh, yeah. But I've passed multiple cops going about fifty and a thirty-five this week. Nothing. So I'm kind of just going with it. Damn. Um, we'll see until the, when the day I get you a tested ticket. It, huh? Well, it's always come around this corner going to work. And uh, every day in the last couple of weeks, the cops been coming down the same time. And I see everyone else hitting their brakes. And I do too, but we're all going like 45, 50. <laughs> and so uh, it hasn't done anything yet, though. So that's cool. Um, also, this morning, recording this, keep it on the politics shit, I guess, uh, or kind of politics ish. Trump has suggested pushing back the election. And now I have a conspiracy thought on this as well. Of course, the obvious first take is everyone saying Trump's scared he's going to lose. So now he's trying to push back the election, trying to rig it and blah, blah, blah. That's the liberal side of it. I don't know what the conservative side is. I haven't heard any conservatives bring this up today. Not posted a thing about it on my internets. And then um, I've seen someone say, well, if you look, the actual stock market or some shit crashed by like 33% today. So he could have said that shit to keep everyone's eyes off of that. And I'm like, well, that honestly makes a lot more fucking so sense. So how are they going to do voting this year if they decided? I don't know. Here's a big fucking argument that's happened in the world. First off, I think everyone needs to know mail-in voting has existed since World War One. It just has. Because that's how the army fucking voted. Like, that's how they did it. And since then, they've had it figured out. There's like maybe been like two cases of fraud ever out of like thousands to millions of fucking mail-in ballots. Um, I have mailed in a ballot before. Koopy's mailed in. But like, it's just a thing you can do. You can vote early and mail in your ballot. Um, but Trump believes, and this is true because a lot of states, um, they have gerrymandered and rigged certain election things so that in a lot of minority sections, they have to wait fucking eight hours to vote. Whereas in me and you fucking walk in that church and it takes off about five minutes and then we're gone. But in other places that are uh, typically inhabited by minorities, this is what people would be thinking of systematic racism of they make it a lot harder to vote so that their vote is suppressed or so people don't want to wait that long. Cause honestly, if I had to wait eight hours to vote, I'm gone. Right. I would never do it. So I applaud any minority in a fucking inner city fucking waiting that long when in the suburbs of that same fucking voting district, white people are just walking you in and out like nothing. You have to sit at the building for eight hours? Yeah. You got to stay in line the whole time. Like it's fucking, like you got to look up something. Like shit in Georgia is fucking crazy. I believe that's the place. Uh, that I saw the videos from. So there are things like that. So a lot of people, instead of doing that, would rather mail in their vote, right? And so a lot of Democrats, because of some of this rigging, they have been really pushing the you can mail in your vote sort of idea, which you can. Like, I just don't think that's wrong. I think that's totally valid. We've done it, like I said, for decades. Um, and now Trump is pushing back. How do you verify back. the identity? Um, I think you should have your voter number. I mean, at the beginning of ID. I'm not sure how you get the, the one originally. But, I mean... Same way now, I walk in, they're like, they look at your shot. I think you have to go and uh, request it with your ID, and they give it to you, and it's tied to your voter number, okay, voter ID number. Um, but Trump is now like, oh, this is going to be a huge fraud. This is a huge fraud area, which it just never has been, but like all of a sudden it is, and he, uh, I'm guessing from his political strategy, feels like this is going to help him win by not allowing them. So he's trying to get them thrown out, even though, again, they've happened forever. So he's doing all this shit. Um to me, that just looks desperate. I don't know. Did he really say he ain't going to believe in the results either yeah. way? He said, well, they asked me if he would believe the results in November. He says, well, we'll see what they say. 
And I'm like, <laughs> and so in my opinion, that is a time where like the military would step up, you know. And speaking of Trump and military, I don't know how uh, again factual this is because I don't spend most of my days like being like, hey, I wonder if that person was wrapped that wrote that fucking story for something. Uh, the the military people or what seemed to be military police that were coming into Portland, and I think Portland's a whole shit show, one hundred percent. But the videos I saw were fucking uh, officers attacking peaceful protesters. And people were like, well, they could have been saying horrible things. I don't care what they were saying. They were fucking saying they're holding signs. I saw one 57-year-old Navy vet get his arm fucking broken three places just standing there while I fucking beat the shit with a baton because he kept yelling because they thought he was part of the military or that these officers weren't. It was like, this is not what you've done your oath for. I know I'm a fucking Navy vet, and they fucking broke his arm. So that shit all happens. But then it came out that Eric Prince, who's Betsy DeVos's brother, and Betsy DeVos is the Secretary of Education, so let's I can see it's all just a big fucking incestuous thing at the top. Um, he's the one that runs Blackwater, I believe it's called, or whatever, the fucking mercenary group that they have in Afghanistan and Iraq and shit. So Apparently, some of those officers, because I say apparently, but this is just what I read, uh, those officers are actually a mercenary group. So the Department of Homeland Security hired a mercenary group to come into Portland and um, and break up these protests the way they did. Now, I don't know if it's worse that it's a mercenary group or if it was our own military, but both seem pretty fucking bad to be on American soil and you're doing that shit as opposed to like, I don't know, like the police officers or whoever else you have there. Um and again, I even think the National Guard, they came in to support the cops, maybe. But what I saw on the video was just blatant attacking citizens in the middle of the street that were not attacking people in uniform. So, From my understanding, there was like uh, nothing peaceful about the Portland protests. I think when they first took over their area, you were correct. I think when they like first got Chaz or whatever it was called, I don't know a lot about it. I think they were not peaceful. I'm saying the videos I watched that were people standing on the sidewalk holding signs above their head. To me, that's peaceful. Right. I don't understand what else that could be. And then uh, someone just comes in and starts hitting them with a baton. To me, I right. just don't agree with. I just don't, regardless. So, like, sure, go find the rapper who started, who claims himself as the king of Chaz. Apparently, there's some rapper or some shit. Um, and go assassinate him or whatever you need to do. I don't give a fuck, but I think attacking innocent protesters, I just don't think it's American. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. I don't understand how they have so much time to protest. Right. I don't get how they eat, like how they pay bills. Maybe they don't live anywhere. Maybe they're homeless. Maybe they're like the ones we talked about earlier. Uh, but right, I, I... I don't understand how you get this much time off from work. Well, we're in the middle of a quarantine. They probably got laid off, a lot of them, maybe. Well, now, I mean, but in general, you right. know? Well, typically, I think you uh, schedule it. You know, for instance, when the teacher protest happened, they... You get together, you organize it, you schedule. We can go on this day, they can go this day, come in shifts. That's how the civil rights movement happened back in the day. They had people bust in in shifts, things like that. Something super funny. I don't know if this is true either, but I just it's an example of shit I see on Facebook, and I'm like, well, that was hilarious. Um, the Toronto Raptors bus for the NBA, you know, for basketball, um, 
they have Black Lives Matter right on the side of their bus. And so that has turned into some people seeing that being like, see, Black Lives Matter spending all their donations on buses to bus people to protest. But really, the people are sharing pictures of the Toronto Raptors bus. So I just think, like, to me, that's how a viral story happens, right? right? So, like, someone out there right now believes that money donated to the Black Lives Matter movement, which I don't even, I, apparently the original one's like some Marxist organization. So that's why people have a problem with the the wording of Black Lives Matter because it was created like 10 years ago is kind of different than what it is now. I don't fucking know. But anyway, so there's people out there believe that organization is busing people to these events on these buses they see in the pictures, but really they're Toronto Raptor bus. I just think that's funny as fuck to me. Um, th- because no one intended for that to be misinformation. It just happens, you know. Um, speaking of NBA, shit's back tonight. So I will probably not mix this podcast tonight because I'm going to probably try to watch some basketball. Hell yeah. Been a long time. Then apparently it's going to be like nonstop for a month or something. Yeah, baseball opened up and closed back down. Yeah, well, they're going to reschedule. Like some teams might play 30 games, some might play 40. Apparently they're going to be real loosey goosey. They usually play 162 games. That's the old baseball. So that's why the baseball video games were so bad. You had to cut down the seasons. Oh, yeah. You had to go like at least half. Um, at the at the minimum, even basketball playing on eighty two games was kind of rough. Um, hmm, man, I had something wrote down here, but I don't remember what the exact meme was I wanted to bring up. But it's about how everyone just is in the collectivism of meme. Like, I know exactly which one it was. It was like y'all want to talk about wearing a mask and how that's better for people, but y'all were the ones that bought all the toilet paper. And a lot of people share that meme, right? And they're like, that's a good fucking meme. And I read it, I'm like, who's y'all? Because those aren't the same people. You're just grabbing two random fucking things that miss, that inconvenience you. They're like, whoever wrote that meme are like, I didn't get toilet paper and I don't want to wear a mask. Oh, it's the man. Them, they're the ones that did it. And they make these fucking memes. I'm like, those have nothing to do with one another at all. They just don't. And I get it. I fucking hate wearing a mask. I fucking carry mine in my hand because it's fucking hot as fuck. And that's another thing. I'm getting tired of people saying it doesn't affect you. I'm like, it's fucking hot. And if you're wearing one of those and it's hot, it it is harder to breathe hot air. It just is. I don't. It is, I'm man. Sorry. It makes my whole stomach turn. So I'm for sure. I have it on me. So if I get near something, I can throw it on. Kind of like the baseball umpires did the other day when I saw a coach come <laughs> out. And throw, yeah, I'm going to that one. And, uh, you know, I do that whole move, but yeah, if I don't have to wear it, if no one's around me, I'm not fucking wearing it because it is hard to breathe. Maybe it's just a fat dude thing. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, but, if I'm in the building I work in, I have to wear it. I mean, there's people all around you, I guess, and food and shit. I, I kind of get it, but um, they say it's an airborne thing, not a surface thing as well. So all these people cleaning shit all the time is like, well, it's good, but it actually might not be doing anything for them. And another thing, who the fuck knows? Everyone, every day, it's a new goddamn stat. About yeah. this shit. Um, I still think something that needs explaining to some people, and I'm still of the like, ah, it is have a really low death rate, so maybe not that big of a deal. And I think that is a more conservative uh, viewpoint these days. Uh, but if everyone got it and then you everyone needed respirators, the death rate would go up. That's that's the counter argument. Whatever old Dr. Fossey says, we need to wear goggles now. What? I didn't yes. see that. He's recommending we wear goggles or a face shield now. So it doesn't get in your eye mucus? Or I didn't read Somebody on it. invested in face shields is what it is. Better protection. Right. I, mean, I just said he recommends. I mean, if you wore a whole fucking hazmat suit, it's probably better too. But 
I did see that, man. That one made me crack up. <laughs> it was like, you know, for painting and you had all this decked out. And then it was like for asbestos, you're like fully, yeah. you know, got all this protection. So I was like, Corona and got this little bitty cloth mask. Right. See, but I think, again, this is just in a, because no one explains shit in a simple term, and if they did, no one would get it. From what I understand, because I've seen a lot of people argue uh, on this Discord group I'm in, just to verify that it's not a made-up argument I saw between two people. And uh, they were like, it's not a real study about the mass because they didn't test it with actual coronavirus um, particles or some shit. And then the other person arguing was like, no, but they did test it with something of the exact same size. And so they're basically saying, like, whatever through these, you know, the real mask, of whatever size of microscopic, like three point whatever times 10 to the negative ninth some shit right uh nanometers uh it's like that and then the coronavirus is literally a bigger ball so it'd be like if something this big uh and then something this big it just literally can't go through like that's kind of what they're getting at and then uh i just saw people argue for 12 fucking hours about this on a discord and i was like she said exactly um and so in that example, one of the person was like, I'm totally cool with the scientific evidence. And the other person's like, not good enough for me. And so that's just how the world's going to be. I mean, everyone is hunting for their answer. They're not, they don't really care about all the studies. Like if there's two studies that exist and one says what you want to say and one doesn't, you'll be like, I believe that one that says what I want to say. Yeah, it's like, okay, you say you believe science, but then you put your own spin on it. That's the issue. Right. And I've seen it both sides. Right. Both sides. Uh, For instance, I think it's weird that it's like six foot away and a mask. I thought the six foot away was was because you didn't have a mask. So, and again, I could be wrong. I sucked at science. I got done really good at math. And everyone was like, well, that'll translate to science. And you like the Discovery Channel. But I was like, guess what? I don't give a fuck about chemicals, bonds, any fucking how cells fucking are shaped? Ain't numbers. no shit. Yeah, numbers. I'm good at numbers. <laughs> like that's it. So, uh, I don't know. I'll try to get off the 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 bad shit here. You know, every everything is trying to make me mad these days. But really, I can only get worked up and ain't kind of annoyed on the podcast because, in general, my life's pretty okay. You know, like if my life. Was like, you've had it happen where like your life shit outside of here and you come over on the podcast, you're like, I'm barely talking yeah. <laughs> because you're like, Ugh. but whenever shit's okay, then you can kind of think about how everyone's fucking stupid. And like, here's <laughs> why everyone's stupid. Kind of like, uh, there's a Trump campaign ad right now for him, you know, of course, being going for re-election for president that shows video of America currently with all the protests. And it says, if you don't vote for Trump, this is going to be Biden's America. And it's like, it's your, this is a photo, this happened yeah. while you're president. Like, how are you going to, and that's the warning. Oh, but uh, it's just, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Wow. <laughs> uh, the campaign ads. But again, it doesn't matter because people who like Trump won't see it that way. They'll be like, yep, that's right. And then he like gets his base or whatever. Um, We just need a better candidate, a candidate process. Joe Jorgensen. Just letting everybody know. I'm sure she won't get much of the vote, um, but I'm really hoping for it. She is. She's gonna be hard. I mean, because the conservatives are iffy about her, right? Well, I mean, she's really not bad overall, right? I like her policies. Um, you know, she's gonna say she'll kill the Fed like in the first day or I some mean, shit. She's so. more for like actual human rights. 
Right. Well, it's about your Shanny, state Shanny and local shit. Your gun. You want guns? Have guns. Right. So that that's a plus four. Um. Oh, earlier when I mentioned basketball being back, there was another basketball story that happened, and I think it's kind of fascinating. And I did read it a certain way, and I don't. I hope I'm not being too liberal in my take originally, but uh, Andre Iguodala, you know, who plays for the Miami Heat these days. Uh, I don't like Andre Iguodala. Just going to get that out there because he got traded from the Warriors after their last championship, or after KD left, one of the two. Um, he got traded from the Warriors to the Grizzlies, and then um, he bitched and moaned the whole time that I ain't playing for him. And y'all don't trade me. I ain't, you know, blah, blah, throwing all this fit and shit. And then everyone on Twitter was trying to get the Grizzlies shit for like, I can't believe y'all won't trade him. And I'm like, the Warriors traded him to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies didn't fucking force the Warriors yeah. to do that. The Warriors wanted to get rid of him. So be mad at the Warriors. Right. Like, it fucking got under my skin so much that I've decided I hate Andre Iguodala because that one issue. And so they traded him to Miami eventually. And um, he tweeted, number 29 for the Mystics is nice. When the WNBA game was going on the other night. And I love the response from the WNBA player. She said, put some respect on my name or keep it out your tweets. And I just thought it was great. I was like, my new favorite fucking WNBA player. I love that attitude. Like, that's what I would want out of a player, right? Like, you better know my name. I think it's so great. And then all these dudes, so I do think it's turned into a sexist thing. All these guys are being like, she's just being a angry lady, blah, blah, blah. And Andre Iguodala was giving her props. And I was I like, it, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was. I at first took it as humor. I didn't even take it as her being serious. Right. But even if she was serious, I think if Andre Iguodala was playing and she was like number 28 for the Heat's Nas, he'd be like, yeah, my name's fucking Andre Iguodala. I think dudes would be like that. Right. I, so I just, I don't know. I think it's weird that everyone's defending Andre Iguodala. Or they're mad at this WM play, NBA player for saying that when I was like, I don't, this is my new favorite player. Like, I really wow. <laughs> agree. So, I wish I knew her name. I should have wrote that shit down, but I didn't. Um, but everyone, I guess, is like the WNBA being back, you know, because we didn't have sports and it came back right before the NBA. So, oh, here's my other random uh, half sports question. I feel like I used to play pool a lot and I also used to go mini golfing a lot. And neither one of those things have I, have I really done. In like 10 years. I got a couple of pool holes in hell. Yeah, but I fucking hate pool. That's another thing. I just don't enjoy it anymore. I went with Pow Wow during his bachelor party. Yeah. And I was like, uh, we're going to a pool hall. Okay. You know, it's not really my thing. And we play laser tag. Also my one of my least favorite things to do. So that was super fun. And um, I just don't like to bend over and do like the whole like look down the stick. I just hate doing it. So I don't like playing pool. Yeah. And that's basically it. I'm not really much of a pool player either. I was... Right. I was decent when I was younger. I won a pool tournament when I was 12 for like a 13 and under thing. And I won a stick and I was real excited. And uh, then I quit playing. So I liked it. But then also, again, I used to go to play mini golf a lot. Maybe it's because there's not one around. My pool playing days existed of the Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. Marquette was great. Uh, But I don't know if y'all had mini golf in Ardmore. Maybe y'all didn't. But I feel like we had we had mini golf in Duncan and in Wichita Falls. So I would go a lot playing mini golf growing up and there's not any around where we're at here so it's just something i haven't done i guess since i graduated high school they used to have it over at the laser zone did they yeah there's a like a one behind dark there? mini golf no it's inside there oh i see like the glow in the dark ones yeah. yeah i've been to one of those before yeah they got one on laser zone i believe okay might have to play some 
I mean, I might be horrible at it, but also even in video games, like when I was growing up and this isn't like console video games, but um, like if when I was in computer class and junior high or whatever, like what you would do after you got done with whatever is you would go to fuck. What was it? It was some candy website like candyland.com or something, but it was owned by whoever owns lifesavers and all those candies. Huh. And um, so all the games would have like their Is candy like all branches. In it. Maybe. I don't know. It, and so you would play like these, there was a four player mini golf game. So like you and your friends would sit around the computer and whatever. And you'd be like, Oh, four players. And then someone was the white ball. And then you would hit the ball and second players turn and y'all just grab the mouse and take turns. And we would fucking play 18 whole fucking games all through class like that. Like huh. I played, that fucking lifesavers mini golf shit so much it was really really good too eventually came out the whole second one just because they're like well we need more more holes people fucking love this shit um i don't think flash games really exist like that anymore golf in an arcade was pretty pretty popular right with a little ball that you roll um had some other games there but also there were pool games like like i remember the very early cell phone games were pool games and like everyone fucking would play pool on their cell phone and that's something i don't you don't really see pool games that much these days right. either. So. There's that eight ball online that some people play. Oh, see, I'm not aware of that. I guess I'm just maybe it exists. I just don't see people doing yeah. it. Like the one of the dudes I work with, the one who I saw that had the crazy meme on his screen today. Um, he plays some game that looks like a casino slot game on Facebook. It's like every day he goes and does his spins or whatever. And then he used to play it more, but he's falling out because he's at max level. So there's another part of it. Once the slot machines go away where it looks like World of Warcraft, and it's like at some three-quarter length angle, and he's like some fucking knight demon thing riding around on a horse, and he just runs through and has on auto battle, and it just runs around and attacks everything in the forest, and he kills all this shit. And I just watch him stare at his screen while it goes, and he goes, my guy's powered up enough. I can do this in nine minutes for the whole game. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, and he just stares at it. And I'm like, all right. He's not even playing it? No, he done all that work years ago. Now he doesn't have to. He can just auto battle because he's so good. And so there are people <laughs> that play like those type of games that I didn't even know existed before I worked where I worked. You know, so I'm like, I thought Facebook done away with games. I didn't even know that was a fucking like, thing. What was that computer game like before World of Warcraft, like DreamQuest or EverQuest? EverQuest. EverQuest yeah. is the guy I'm talking about. He he was an OG EverQuest player. It's how him and his wife. I had a delivery driver, and every year he would take off for like three weeks because he had enough money saved up from selling his characters off EverQuest every year. Yeah, so he would he would like play the shit out of it and build all these characters up there and just fucking sell them off. And yeah, take like three weeks off I work. See, I'm, the first person I knew was Rusty who wrote in here that really got an MMOs, and I remember that. I still I don't blame him, but I remember it very clearly. He got Final Fantasy XI, which was their first MMO, and Josh Lewis, our friend, got World of Warcraft, and both of them were like, "Hey, get the game I got, so you can play with me online." And I love Warcraft three. Maybe even more than a Final Fantasy game. I don't know. I love that. I never did play the World of Warcraft because I thought I would like it too much. Right. Well, Warcraft 3 is like a strategy game. And, you know, World of Warcraft, of course, the MMO. So I got Final Fantasy 11, played it for two months, never played it again. I was like, this game is slow and boring. And the whole time Josh was like, we'll get World of Warcraft. It's fun and fast. And I was like, nah. And I never really gave another MMO a shot until, um, the DC universe one like that one, like a Batman Superman one. And that one sucked too. So I, maybe I just choose bad MMOs. Maybe I don't like MMOs. You know, that's just not, not my thing, I guess. Um, man, 
the dude I work with, he he talks about his original EverQuest day. He's like, I dual boxed it. And I'm like, what's that mean? And it's like where you run the game twice on one computer. And he was like, I split screened it and I can play with two characters, one with each hand. And I'm <laughs> like, what? And he's like, me and my wife were a whole party. We each had two people. I was like, what the? Like, he, and he's older, right? So it's fun because I'm like, oh shit, that's that's awesome, man. Like, I didn't. Yeah, know they they've spent more hours on that than they do at work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And they're he has a grandson. He made a character recently, so he's like kind of getting back into it. Show it, oh, okay? Because he's letting his grandson play, so that's why it gets brought up. And I'm like, man, that's awesome, man. But I'll bring up any game I play, and he's like, never heard of it. <laughs> like, he's heard of EverQuest. And then right. he's those of Nightmare at Freddy's, which is some game. Uh, I don't even know counting the PS3. That's like some broken game that his grandson watches YouTube video, like watches Let's Plays of it. So he always asks me if I know it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, that's not a game I'm familiar with. Um, and that's the thing. Kid, kids just watch fucking YouTube, man. I mean, right. you have kids, so I'm sure you're super aware of it. But. I got one kid that does nothing but, but watch videos. The it's other crazy. ones at least play video games and... Right. And show like that. They'll watch a video every now and then, but they're primarily gamers. Right. And she'll just sit there. What are you doing? Watching Facebook videos? Yeah, I I get bored with it. And not even bored. I just feel like, okay, well, that was a, like, it seems more wasteful than watching a TV show for some reason, right? Like, if I put on a TV show on Netflix, I feel somehow that's more productive or that's better than me staring at my phone for 30 minutes watching videos. Maybe I'm wrong in that. But that's the way I feel, you right. know what I mean, whenever I'm doing it. Um, all right. I guess I don't have much else. I My last thing is just that I've been feeling fat, so I guess I need to stop eating. I've been feeling pretty fat myself. Uh, I think I'm going to quit. Something I've done this year is I started drinking coffee, like, all through the year. I can normally stop when it gets warm, but I'm like, I fucking love coffee. I put so much sugar and creamer that I'm like, you know how much fucking sugar? Oh, you ain't one of them $6 a day coffee drinkers Oh no, I, I'm a Folgers in the morning with some creamer and sugar. Um, and it's delicious, it's so good. But every time I'm like, oh yeah, this is like drinking candy. So I bet this is like super unhealthy if <laughs> I had to guess. Um, so I may try to cut those out. Maybe just start skipping lunch. I could do one meal a day. I think you could do coffee and put a little bit of actual butter in it. That's what I've heard. And then so. every time I see it, it looks fucking stupid. I'm like, no way. But I don't like but, coffee like just plain black coffee so i'm either. like i don't I'm, it's not worth it i just won't drink it no i definitely try to make a milkshake out of mine i think oh yeah i mean once koopy uh got me on the the cold creamer so like growing up my mom would just put sugar in hers and then our aunt penny she would put creamer but it was like the little little bitty cups or she would maybe do like the powdered creamer in the yeah. bags and i never understood it but whenever i have like a fucking jug of creamer in my fridge it's all cold and it's like French vanilla coffee made creamer, and I pour it in, and it's like, oh, it's so fucking good. I'm yeah. like, this is so great. And I drink two of those a day. And so now I'm like, of double, like my, I have a thermos, not of like a one, two fucking normal coffee cups, but like two double cups. So um, I think I should just cut those out, and that might help me. What do you take? One in the morning, come home, and get another one at lunch? Well, I normally just swing by like, I'm not, not at lunch, but yeah, like I'll just be out and about because I drive around for my job anyway. So I just I'm like, oh, coffee's low. I'm gonna swing by and refill real quick, and then I top it off. Um, that's how it goes. Hell yeah. So I'm gonna work on it. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I have like a 30 to 40 pound weight window that I can 
live at that no one really notices that I'm fat or skinny. Like, you know, I've gained or lost weight because I hold it all on my chest. I'm at the top end of mine right now. Right, me too. I weighed myself the other day and was like, fuck, I haven't been this heavy in a while. Um, but people don't really, they may notice, but they don't say anything because it's not like obvious. Because again, no, man, I feel all it. my weights on my tits and my belly, that area, and you can see it, uh, but that's a good place to hold weight. You know, like where mm. Pow Wow, you know, homie of the podcast, he holds off his like on his like love handles and ass and thighs. So like when he starts getting big, he looks like Donald Duck or whatever. Yeah. You're like, hey, bro, you got to kind of waddles a yeah, little you bit. You got to get that in check. Um, thunder thighs. Yeah, mine's mainly in my gut. Right. So yeah, we're we're kind of built similarly. And similarly. Uh, Cash, he's he's gonna start exercising. Oh, that's good. <laughs> my my, my ten year old's gonna start exercising. He, Might he, get him at the BJJ. Getting, you know, he's getting a little chunk of my. Well, we tried that. It was. I mean, they want they want like a five day commitment, man. It's hard to get him over there. Oh yeah, fuck that for sure. I mean, five days a week. Right. Um, but all right, man. Uh, we'll see what happens in the world by next week. Um, I guess go listen to my my new album if you want to, and uh, all that shit. All right, then. Peace. Peace. Keep on putting all these pussies on a pedestal Money ain't bought my friends 
that ain't never happened on. See, I'm always broke, dude. I'm never capping, and I ain't never lose hope, dude. Like I'm always rapping, Moby snapping. I behind spitting fire like a goddamn dragon. Jump on the bandwagon, my pants always sagging. It's a tag, but honestly, it's just eight of the moments. Beats, I'm bragging. Here's the, here's the, here's the.